Welcome to this week's episode of There Will Be Spoilers, presented by the House of Lords podcast. I want to take a quick minute before this episode just to say thank you. If you've been listening to our episodes, if you've listened to more than one episode, we really appreciate it. Now I'm going to ask you to do me a small favor. Share the link. If you're listening on iTunes, Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening to, take a second and share the link on your social medias. This way other people can find us as well. You can use the hashtag BlurredPod. That's our hashtag. And we will be using it to continue our conversations on the other social medias. You can also use the hashtag PodIn, which is a great hashtag where you can let other people know what you're listening to. It's a great way to find other podcasts made by creators of color. And if you want to take it to a whole nother level of community, commitment then check out our patreon patreon.com forward slash house of blurs you can there you can make a monthly donation for as little as a dollar a month or more if you're so inclined and there are some great giveaways and tier levels on our patreon to check it out if you're not the commitment type then hit us up on paypal paypal we're at house of blurs on there as well we kind of keep it simple so you can find us don't make it very hard and in there you can do a one-time donation any messages and things like that that are left with those donations be it on patreon or on paypal we will definitely be reading on air and giving you a shout out so check it out if you can but at the very least just share the share the link share the podcast and uh leave drop us a rating if you're listening on itunes please drop us a rating drop us a comment that goes a long way to getting us out there in front of more people and again just thank you for continuing to to rock with us we really appreciate it and now on to the show to episode nine of there will be spoilers we are your hosts this is nicole we've got armani here what's up guys and mo in the building and this week we are talking episode seven eight and nine of oh no i'm sorry yes seven eight nine and ten of season two of game of thrones so let's go ahead and jump right into episode seven a man without honor so when we last seen our uh, dothraki friends they was trying to find the dragons. So dragons is MIA. And actually, this episode starts with Bran and Rickon escaping. Because um, that's actually where the last episode ended. So Asha gets uh, Bran and Rickon out. And we see, like, she really cares about them kids. Let's see. John wakes up. He ain't dead. So Egret didn't slash his toe mm-hmm. to sleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a... Yeah, he, he woke up, all right. But don't... <laughs> 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 he got some... Got some alluding jokes out there from Egret. 
<laughs> Yo, Egret was giving him so much shit and about not getting no box. Yes, that <laughs> and then when she called him a child, mm-hmm. <laughs> his, his child was never laid with a woman. Um, felt bad for him. And then, but you know, and then when he dropped the whole "I'm Ned Stark," Ned Stark is my father. At first, she was her look initially to me was just like, okay, what's that supposed to mean? Right. Like, why he dropping Ned's name north of the wall? Like, that carries some weight there with the the wildlings. But then, you know, she asked a good question. So then, why are you fighting us? You know, we all the same people. And I think at this moment is when John really started thinking, like, that's a good ass question. He did have that that, that good old John blank stare. Mm-hmm. You make a good you make a good point. <laughs> uh, we see Sandor cook game uh, with Tywin. And watching this episode back, I was thinking to myself, you know what, Tywin's not that really bad of a guy. Like Tywin's Tywin's not that bad. He was a good he was a good person. You just not realizing that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was actually he was he was legit the one Lannister besides Tyrion that actually knew what he was talking about, hadn't had knowledge. You know, he, he was the he was the total package of, you know, doing what needed to be done for your fam. Not on some Cersei evil, murder everybody shit, but, you know, just handling the business that you need to handle without being the dickhead. I don't need to be loved, but I, I do want people to like me. I need to take care of this. I need to broker this um, relationship with this. You know what I'm saying? Because we'll get to that yeah, in a okay. sec. But he did what needed to be done and was still relatively not hated by everybody. Yeah, I loved him. him the him and Arya scenes. <laughs> right. You, that, you, little, you, those, that combos you, were uh, were good. When, exactly. You go back to that, and you would think that he's gonna hate, he's gonna talk down, he's gonna you know disrespect. But no, it's it's, it's very pleasant scenes. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Okay, now we get to the missing dragons. Uh, well, the dragons are still missing, should I say? And Jorah was kind of trying to talk. Wait, was that this episode? It was. No, was it when Jorah was trying to talk about it going back? Mm-hmm. What was the next one? You know, her there's Danny was like in these episodes like really like scarcely and scattered through. Yeah. And then okay, so we get the you know nothing Jon Snow from Egret because you know mm-hmm. she she saves his life. Uh, Theon's losing his shit. Hey, we talked about these Theon <laughs> scenes the last podcast. I think we got to get Theon and Bran up out of these podcasts now. <laughs> Put them in the ball. Remember Bad Boys too. He said, we're going we're gonna to write it down on a piece of paper. We're going to put them in a box. We're going to throw that box in the ocean. <laughs> um, Get them out of here. Shay helps uh, Sansa oh, hide that, you know, she's a woman now. Gross. Gross. <laughs> Until the hound walks in. You know, which made me wonder, it's like, why would the hound go and open up his mouth? Like, he's been nice to Sansa all this time. And been trying to help her out, but now he wants to go and be a, a little narc. How's that even in your business, bro? Yeah, and it wasn't even something that was that important. Or not that important, but like no one else was gonna really find out. Yeah. He ain't gonna say nothing. We find out that Jamie squired for Sir Barristan Selby. Useful fun fact. Who is Sir Barristan again? He is the gold cloak who we was ahead oh, yeah, of the gold yeah, cloak. Yeah, 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 who yeah, quit. Yeah, yeah, quit. Do what Try to get bucket naked in front of everybody. <laughs> Talking about who gonna kill me? Basically, who gonna check me, boo? Um, this <laughs> this woman with this mask on her face. 
Okay. Now, she seems to me to be like one another one of these like red like god worshiping people who be knowing shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to wonder, and I'm trying to keep it in my mind so when we get to it later if I can like connect the dots. But I think she, she might be the one that shows up to Danny later on. Is that the same woman? Wait, what? Remember mm-hmm. later on when Danny like down the line when Danny and them were like planning on heading to Westeros finally? And then one of the the red worshiping people showed. This is after like Varys and Tyrion are with Daenerys, and the the, the red priestess shows up because Varys was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't fuck with y'all because of what some crazy freaking member of y'all clan did to me." Y'all remember yeah, that? Yeah, I'm drawing a blank on this one. Okay, well, when we get to it, I'll I'll bring it up again. <laughs> but I'm wondering if if that's the same same chick from later on at that point. But we'll see. Uh, Cersei and Tyrion talking about uh, why Joffrey's crazy. So, <laughs> and they're talking about the whole Targaryens wedding each other and wedding brother and sister. And yeah. <laughs> and she, he's like, you know, you two out of three of them ain't so bad. You know, it's only the one. <laughs> two out of three, really? <laughs> you know, two of your kids are normal. All right. That's crazy that you say that because that's what he said. He was like, oh, you know. You got two, you got two good ones. Yeah. I hate how. Uh, okay. What you say? Y'all y'all, you guys know how I feel about villains. I enjoy villains in TV shows, movies, what have you. I hate how Cersei plays both sides of the fence. You know what I'm saying? You can't be a murdering lunatic and like this sweet super mom like at times. Like stop trying to fake show these emotions. And then yeah. the Charles Manson like twenty seconds later. Like I don't I don't understand. And interestingly enough, these vulnerable moments show up when she's talking to Tyrion. Tyrion, every time. Like I I, I don't know. I'm over I'm definitely over those moments. Like in, in retrospect, looking back at the show. Those moments I'm just like it's a you could have that could have been another two minutes of, of Arya or Danny or whoever else. Cause <laughs> We know Cersei's not that person. We know she is a lunatic. Yeah, we definitely know she's a lunatic later on for sure. Um, Theon. Are we talked about this? <laughs> okay, so we just have to we have to really point out what makes him trash <laughs> was the fact that he didn't burn those two little boys' bodies. We are, we are breezing through these Theon and Bran moments. <laughs> so, Get them out of here. Um. Yeah, his subterfuge happens. Okay, that brings us to episode eight, The Prince of Winterfell. Um, so Yara gets in her brother's ass. And okay, I guess after this point, then we can, you know, we can we get them out here. Um, but Yara was just like, yo, come on, bring your ass home. Like, this is just just fucking stupid. Um, Egret keeps John alive because the uh, Lord of Bones wanted to to get rid of him. She's like, no, yeah. Mance wants him, you know. Get him up out of here. Um, him and Oh God! What was his name? Oh, uh, something half hand. Yeah. Corn. Yeah. General that was out there. Um, corn. Corn, corn half hand. Yeah. You know, if Rob had just cut her head off, I mean, uh, if he had just cut her head off, <laughs> these Stark boys, man. <laughs> hey man, if he'd if he'd if he'd cut her head off, then he'd have never fell in love. Oh, I guess that's true. He got his first. We'll get to that too, but hey, foreshadowing people. <laughs> he knocks that down later on in the show. Got his first little taste of some. Spoiler. Of some cheese, of some <laughs> Spoiler alert. 
Já anguei some cheeks. Hey. In a cave. In a cave. In a in a in a in a in a little mini mini cave lake lake pond whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah, a lagoon. There you go. Lagoon. There you go. There you go. Forgot. That's what a lagoon really is. Yo, can we talk See? about how the um, wildlings have like the best camo outfits ever? Oh yeah, they fire. When she was standing up there on that hill and she was like, they were like looking down at all the soldiers. I was like, yo, that shit really blends in. Like you could, they was trying to, you know, if they're walking out there and trying to hide, they really just looked like some rocks. And, and, they, and they was warm because it's probably, it's, it was probably as cold as it is out there it is, as it is in New York right now. Oh, man. Yeah. You know what I'm absurd. Oh, yeah. You, you don't want to talk anymore, Smack? Are you sure? You sure you don't have anything left? You know what? It's interesting because... Do I need to show you? Do I need to send a screenshot? <laughs> hey, podcasters, I'm in New York right now, and they are in Dallas, and I'm sure... What's the temperature in Dallas right now? It's a nice, comfortable... That's a good question. What's... Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm waiting. <laughs> Take your time. I got to pull up my weather app. Go ahead. Pull it up. Um, this is a quick, quick sidebar. Oh, wow. Um, it's a nice, breezy 39 degrees outside. <laughs> a nice, breezy 39 degrees. Oh, so nice. You can go outside and maybe uh, enjoy yourself and, and and have a and have a have a nice little cup of tea or coffee. Hey, why don't you tell the podcasters the text that you just got from me, and you can tell them how cold it is in New York right now. <laughs> uh, it's fucking. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zero and feels like negative 18. There That's, you go. Yo, let's see what it that. is in Alaska. There you go. Look at that. <laughs> zero degrees, people. Z- zero. I think it says zero. When you're at negative like 18. That's... No, no. You go outside and freeze. Oh, no. I had to go outside and unbury my car for 30 minutes because I'm stupid. Normally, you would go out. <laughs> And do that earlier so you don't have to do it later. But I had to double it because my car had two feet of snow on it all around and on the sides and the front and the back. And the snow that they plowed up next to my car. So it was a lot of work. I was out there in the negatives for a good 30 minutes. Things like that. a car. About the East Coast. People in Texas wouldn't be able to handle that kind of weather. Mm-mm. Oh, y- y'all won't leave the house. It did. It did snow the other day at uh, north of Dallas. Yeah, y'all won't leave the house. With like one nice little 10 centimeters of snow, people can't drive. Oh, trust me. I was in Atlanta four years ago when they had a foot of snow. And you know what they called it? They called it the snowpocalypse. <laughs> not exaggerating. And it really shut the city down because they're not prepared for stuff like that. They don't have the salt trucks. They don't have the plows. They don't have the street sweepers like that. So it was literally just, all right, well. Everything's close, people. And then, like, literally the next day, it was, like, 60 degrees, and it melted everything. So, that's just... Uh. Alaska is negative 20 right now. Yeah, yeah. See? Alaska. Alaska. <laughs> and we're not far off. Just now. Yeah, I wonder what the electric bill... Totally off topic. What the electric bill has to look like out there. Like, if it's... For Alaska, it's, it's probably wavered, though. It's colder in Alaska than it is at the North Pole. Yeah, but you gotta realize, you gotta realize situations like that. They, their, their air, their air doesn't change, so it's very. It might always, it might be on, but if you ever notice when your, when your bill goes high, it's because you mess with it a lot. You probably don't change, or you probably don't touch your thermostat ever. So it's always this constant, 
you know, 200 bucks a month type joint. Uh, yeah, I know that shit's right. Uh, around here, jobs, you know, jobs kind of cold. People around here want to turn the heat up to 80 degrees. It's like, nah. Hey, we got to fight. <laughs> you walk in the house and it's 80 degrees, we got to fight. <laughs> or, 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 I'm going to just walk around the house butt naked and you're going to turn that air down. <laughs> Come on, why you ain't got no clothes on? Because it's hot in here, so... What you want to do? Yeah, that's that. Uh-uh. You, want see com- cheeks? you want to see cheeks and a cucumber and, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> and two, whatever you want, whatever, two oranges, I don't know. <laughs> no, or you what do we call it? Um, <laughs> is it rocks and stones or some rocks shit? And, like- rocks and stones. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh my god. We digress. We digress. We got on top of that. So back to Winterfell. No, it's cold. It's cold. <laughs> Winter is here. Yeah, it's it's a hundred percent here in Clifton Park. Know that. Uh, we get the start of Brienne. Oh wait, what the heck was this? Oh, I totally like started writing something down and must like stop like mid sentence. That's crazy. So we get the start of Brienne and uh Jamie. Mm-hmm. So their little adventure. But train betraying her son, Catelyn, your bum. Yeah, you know, that shit was just like, you know, and they were smart about it because she ditched the horses and they got on that boat. So, like, they're trashing them horses. Um, Yeah, that just, Catelyn doing that and, like, thinking, like, that was really gonna work. Like, how you just gonna send Jamie back there with one person and think, they're like, all right, cool, we'll let the girls go. Come on now. That was just real stupid thinking. Uh, let's see. Tywin has some choices to make, you know, where he's going to go as far as where this battle is at. Does he go to head down to the Red Keep, go home, or go there to, you know, protect there? Or does he try to ride out and attack Rob? Well, he's not expecting it, and his people are distracted because, you know, Winterfell is having problems, and so everybody's all over the goddamn place. So, Arya did hear that the Greyjoys took Winterfell, so that was one of the questions of what is Arya going to do when she sees finally sees Leon. Mm-hmm. I don't. <laughs> See, that's my this is my thing about that though. Like he's 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 a completely different person. You know what I mean? Like he. he is. And I'm not saying in a good way. I'm just saying like he's been through it. I think well, obviously, well, Brand's probably going to be like, like we got bigger, we got bigger issues anyway. So. Um, okay. Case in point: Walking Dead. When, um, uh, what's damn Michonne? No, Rick. Uh, who had the baby with uh Asian dude? Keep forgetting name. Uh, uh, not Lori. Oh God, Glenn's baby mama. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, all right, Glenn's baby mama. When she ran up on Negan in the prison. Yeah. And then she was just like, I've been thinking, you know, I've been thinking about this day forever and then i got here and i'm like yo you ain't even worth it i feel like that's how everybody's gonna do tion because they're gonna realize like yo you're like a super chump now that ain't even worth it <laughs> so it's a super chump that's what i said i'm saying like it's not even worth it i see you when you literally you literally tremble now like you, you're a grown man and you tremble because he's reek he is so is it worth it to kill reek nah Tyrion's planning to fight stannis so Stannis is like two days away from sacking the city. Uh, uh, yeah, that's they need to pause that and get another word. <laughs> take over the city, defeat the city. Fuck some sack. shit up. Yeah, like sacking is just come on. <laughs> words. 
So what the fuck are Sam, Ed, and I don't know what the third one's name is. What are they? Glenn. His name is Glenn? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Learn something new every day. Really? Um, what the fuck were they doing? Like, what were they out there for? I don't know. They were traveling. Oh, they the dragon glass? Yeah, because it's like when they said they were out there dri- um, digging latrine holes beyond the wall. Like, y'all just digging shit holes out there for what? Like, and then they find the dragon glass and they're starting to head back. Like, are they just, they're continuing to like dig around and see if they find more dragon glass and they're picking it up. And it's just like, all this time, ain't nobody found, like, <laughs> ain't nobody been out here digging shitholes before this like what is going on so i was confused and i'm still confused as to why they were beyond the wall and what they were doing because then they leave they left with john and corin they left with john and them they took mm-hmm. him to meet corin mm-hmm. and then corin john and somebody else went further and they were kind of bebopping around oh they were what they were what bebopping okay just, just double checking go ahead continue <laughs> hanging oh, around digging yeah. holes because I just, you know, it's always, it's always, you know, how my mind works. And you said be right, you know, first thing that popped in my mind. Was what? Come on. Rock steady. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. You're, yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> it, t- it took you way too long to get there. And I was just trying to make sure, like, your mind was, like, somewhere crazy, crazy. No, rock steady, man, in the turtles. What's wrong with you? Oh, the bebop you talking about besides like actual bebop in like the in the in a club doing a Charleston like what's yeah no it's only one bebop we recognize oh. get it together talking about the dinosaur from Barney that's baby bop oh baby, come on now come on now <laughs> your age is showing come on now <laughs> come on now <laughs> your age is showing. Uh, so let's see Joffrey wants to fight he wants to go be on the front lines and I'm all for it <laughs> evidently that's what he wants more? I mean he, that's what he said he wanted or did, Tyrion, or did Tyrion make him do that I think it was a little bit of both I think Tyrion was alright all right, all right, then yeah you get smacked by Arya in the first season <laughs> but you want him to go in the front lines oh uh, yeah Sure. So we get to uh, Cersei telling Tyrion that not nah, her her son's not going out there. He's crazy. Um, and she's got his girlfriend. And the look on his face is like, uh, well, where's she at though? Like, how is she okay? Like, what are you talking about? And she brings out Roz instead of Shay. Poor Roz has had to go through it. Like this whole promotion thing, you know, running the brothel sounded seemed like a good idea to start with, but now she's had to. Mm-hmm. See what babies getting killed, having to beat up her coworkers. Getting beat up by the king. <laughs> this is like this is too much. Like <laughs> this wasn't in the job description. This wasn't what I signed up for. <laughs> this, wasn't, this wasn't in the syllabus. Mm-mm, at all. And now that I'm thinking about where is she at right now in season seven? Oh, she's dead. She's dead? She's gone. She gone. You know that? When did she die? When she got 17 arrows to the body. Yeah, Joffrey shot her up with arrows. You know what the fuck? What? I didn't notice this either. Someone else had to tell me. Yeah, Joffrey, Joffrey had her on the side of the bed. Whoa. But I do this, was like right, this was like right before season four, episode one. It's coming soon. Oh, damn. Boy, oh, shit. Well, we about to beat it to this point, too. Oh, yeah. Wow. How oh, have I missed that like seven times? Oh, yeah. You missed that. It was a, it was a glance by. They were jumping from scene to scene describing shit. 
Mm-hmm. And then, like, they jump from one part with some, like, spooky music in the background. You know, that, like, that, that, that spooky Lannister music. <laughs> and then it was, like, one scene, something bad happened, another scene, something bad happened, another scene. You pan, you pan to rise with, like, 30 arrows in her body. Ugh, yeah. That sucks. Um, but uh, Cersei tells Tyrion, I will hurt you for this. The day will come. Oh, no, no, no. This is what Tyrion says to Cersei. When Tyrion tells Cersei that the day is going to come where all where she's going to feel happiness and then all that happiness is going to turn to ash in her mouth. Like, do we think Tyrion is still feeling this way? I mean, I feel like she already got it. Well. I feel like she got that already, so. True. <laughs> I mean, everybody did. Our kids are anyway. Yeah, they're about square now, and that's why I feel like Tyrion's kind of just like, eh, you've been through it. That's gonna to beg the question of what's gonna happen when he lands and he sees that she didn't keep up her end of the deal and she lied about what she was gonna do. Because I feel like right now he might be trying to find a way to get Danny on the throne and his sister not end up dead at the end of the day. I feel like that's still in the back of his mind. Like, he's still trying to find a way to save her and keep her alive. But it's like, I don't think that's... She ain't got the same priority, so, clearly. Um, let's yeah, see. Was, Anybody say? No, I was like, honestly, I don't even see that being a possibility at the end of the day. Yeah, there's no way like, Cersei gets to walk away and live. <laughs> and she gets to go have yeah. Heron Hall. <laughs> that, that place. Yeah, they're going to give her some lands. Yeah, you, know what, you know what's going to suck? Is she going to die? Uh-huh. I think she's going to have a quick death. Oh, yeah, no doubt. It'll be quick. Like, I want her to suffer. Like, suffer. You want to be drawn out? I mean, like, she's made, uh, making Alaria Sand suffer? Yes, 100%. But, I mean, and it's only because of what she's done to a million other people. I, you know I like Cersei, because, again, hey, said this for love villains, but, I mean, I don't know, I just... Yeah, I yeah. feel like it's going to be a quick death, too. It's going to be a quick stab in the gut, and then that'll be the end of it. And just depending on who does it. Right. Or a quick, like, throat slash... And she's gonna die immediately. Mm-hmm. She's gonna get burned up by a dragon. <laughs> um, let's see. So Jorah wants to leave. He wants to go and you know just go on their way. And Danny's like, "No, you're gonna go get my dragons, bro. Like this is what you paid to do. This is what you're here for. Take me to them. I'm not leaving without my dragons." And then that takes us to episode nine, Blackwater. You get everybody saying, making their plans. We get the Reigns of Castamere words actually being sung by Bronn and his backup singers. Mm-hmm. Um, the Hound comes... Okay, the Hound just commands a room. When he walks in, it's like everything just shuts down. Everybody shuts up. and Except for Bronn. Yeah, six foot tall, angry guy. Just... <laughs> mad. Yeah, with, a, with a two-faced face. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even come in there to enjoy himself. True. Uh, let's see. So, Varys tells Tyrion that Stannis is being counseled by a red woman from a shy. I don't know where a shy is on the map. Uh, but <laughs> that's where that's where the red woman's from, evidently. And Tyrion's like, okay, well, whatevs. And Varys is like, no, no, you need to take this shit seriously. Like, these people, that's a problem. It's a problem. So, Varys is like, this is the first time we actually see him, like, real concerned and kind of scared. My question during all this planning is how did they know that Stannis was coming to come sack the city? Like, did Stannis send out ravens beforehand telling them that he was coming? No, but one, I felt like they knew it was up once Renly died, and two, 
I would guess it. Spies everywhere. Yeah, they had scouts out and about. Cause mm. oh yeah, you're right. I forgot. Ned, yeah, scouts. <laughs> so Stannis, the ships are coming in and coming into port. We got you know Joffrey still fucking with Santa. He gets up there with Tyrion and uh, I just want him to fall. I wanted him to just fall off the wall at that point. That'd have been great. But so they're getting ready and they start ringing the bells or whatever and. Sir Davos is like, you know, well, they want to play music. We can play music, too. And they start, you know, banging some drums. Mm-hmm. I want to know, how do you get the job on the ship as a drummer? <laughs> hey, he was beating, too. Yeah, nice little beat. <laughs> and it's like, is that your only job? Like, once the ship's docked, do you get off the boat and fight? Or do you stay on and man the drums? Like, <laughs> I mean, are you just part of the band? Or, like... <laughs> 16 arrows to your chest, but don't start that drum beat, though. Yeah, <laughs> and if he falls, who picks up the sticks? Like <laughs> the drums play on. <laughs> it's like when the flag. That's hilarious that you say that. Like, who got the job as a drummer, and who got the job as the backup drummer? <laughs> yeah, the drummer goes down. <laughs> like the flag the, bearer in wars. The Come band on. was playing as the shit went down. <laughs> like the Titanic, all over again. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Like, okay, of all when we're we're planning a war, we're planning the siege. We gotta make sure we bring the drummer. Something they have auditions. <laughs> you can't shoot her for shit, but you can play the drums. <laughs> <laughs> you have a place in the in the army. I just thought that was interesting. This is in a mini series somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> all the. Uh, you know what? That would be interesting because I always thought that like about like Grey's Anatomy. Like we we it's about the doctors. Mm-hmm. But what about like all about the little side people like the nurses? I mean, Grand General Hospital tried to do a spinoff with the nurses and that didn't do that well. But like all these little extra people, like the little farmers, and I could stand a series set in this time period about all this shit's going on and like all this stuff is happening in the background, but it's just focusing on like the little people, like the people who live in Flea Bottom and who actually have to be there. Hmm. I never thought about it that way. Like that'd be a dope little series. So, like, what does their daily, day to day look like? Well, you know, niggas just arrows flying through your <laughs> through your hut. They they some of them just live on the street. Like, <laughs> well, the church just blew up. I wonder if it's our weekend's clear. If I can't wait. I can't wait till we get to that point of the podcast. I can't wait till like season six and seven of the po- of this podcast. This is gonna be <laughs> gonna be great for real. Um, I realized that Flea Bottom looks like Agrabah. <laughs> Same streets that Aladdin was running down. Yeah, was made me spit out my water just now. I was drinking. <laughs> I was drinking. I'm like, oh, word. So, so they, they they finished Game of Thrones and made the Aladdin uh, movie. Watch. Let's keep it on. I bet you they Aladdin set. Filming <laughs> the same streets. All right. So, Ellen Payne is down there with Cersei and the girls. Um, Cersei's getting drunk as fuck. I, you know, I guess. That's probably what I would do in that situation. I would start cracking open bottles. I'm just going to drink. Because ain't nothing else to do at that point. So, I don't blame her. Probably should have something stronger than wine. I think I have something stronger than wine in that castle. Let's see. Uh, the boat. First off, this was such a good plan, though. Sending out that one boat that right. leaked the wildfire out there. And then blowing that bitch up. And Sir Davos knew it was wildfire. Because like, he's like, he said, it's wildfire. This also makes me kind of go fast forward to now. He know they got wildfire. Well, because at this point, him and Tyrion are on opposite sides of this of this of this battle. At this point, they're on opposite side, opposite teams. But when they come to be on the same team, he's gonna bring that up. 
Yeah, ain't nobody brought up the fact that, like, oh, they still got wildfire down there. Like, we're going to try and go take them out, but she going to do this. They still got more of that shit. So they used it once. What is the plan for them to do it again? Because, again, they, can't, they plan on coming up there with ships. And, you know, they talking about using the Greyjoy ships that they got mm-hmm. and whatever other ships that they had. Well, those ships got fucked up anyway. Um, but, yeah, you know, wildfire, wildfire is still very much in play. And ain't nobody, like, brought that up. Wildfire sucks. Yeah, that shit is. So does it just it becomes dangerous once it's lit on fire, and then it's at that point it's an uncontrollable element. Yeah, pretty much. It's kind of like remember in Harry Potter when they were in that room when they like the in the seventh book when they were in the room for requirements, and old dude set off that fire spell and he couldn't stop it. It just kept spreading. This mm-hmm. brings fires. Uh, yeah, that'd be a good time for Akio Rain. um all right yeah so wildfire still in play seriously dropping some gems to sansa ain't no gem (laughs) (laughs) she's telling her how to survive in these streets (laughs) like look um facts is facts that for you you're probably gonna die tonight at the very least you're probably gonna get raped tonight like that's probably gonna happen when these guys come through here you're gonna wish you were dead it's gonna suck regardless yeah and also, Cersei had her backup plan in play as far as she knew. Well, she knew she wasn't going to get taken alive. So, yeah, she was planning on offering her and uh, Tommen. Tommen. Yeah. That, that is a pretty, you know, shitty situation to be in at that point because you got the innocent-ass little boy. But they was damn sure going to kill if they had to take over. So you're just going to kill your babies. That's the solution. Let me kill my babies. Or babies since Marcel already gone. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine she was going to drink it herself as well. So. That many drops in that little ass bottle? I mean, she only needed like what, like ten? She would have needed twenty. Ten of them. Yeah, twenty total. I mean, so she would need a ten for him, ten for her. Mm. <laughs> That's some weird ass math. And yeah, like, like who, who did they test that out on? What kind of drop are they? It was essence of nightshade, but it's like in making this because you're already working with nightshade, so you already know it's poisonous and it's deadly anyway. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I'm going to make this into a solution and let's see how many drops it takes until someone dies. One, one to feel good. Three <laughs> to go into deep sleep. Ten you up out of there. Oh, man. Ten, see you at the crossroads, crossroads. <laughs> Literally. Okay, so... Uh, let's, uh, Tyrion, oh, okay, so... All hell starts breaking loose. Shit is just going awry. And it looks like Stannis could win. Like, Stannis was doing the damn thing. Like, this was about to be a wrap. And Cersei tells her cousin, who she was, you know, betting, to go bring Joffrey back. Lancel, yeah, I couldn't remember his name. Goes to tell Lancel to bring Joffrey back to uh, to his quarters. And he goes out there and he does. And Joffrey, of course, is more than happy to go back inside. And then Tyrion gives his Any Given Sunday speech to rally the troops, get everybody excited. It was a pretty good speech. It was. It was a pretty good speech. Except the fucking ass as far as I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And like, before it, though, I'm pretty somebody in that crowd would be like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, fuck them in the. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Excuse me? I don't think that's what I want to do. Uh, I think I'm uh, I think I'm good on that, partner. So they sneak out to the tunnels, and because Varys had this that that underground tunnel map handy, chilling somewhere. So sneak out, sneak around, and they start you know 
killing dudes and they're all happy for a quick brief second and then all them motherfuckers come around that corner. Um, that was a very short-lived, exciting moment for them. But, come, oh, and then uh, one of Joffrey's guys attacks Tyrion. Attacks Tyrion. Podrick comes to the rescue. Podrick saves his life. Good old Pod. I was kind of weak, too. I like, remember, like... You had the homie dead to rights, and you really hit him with, like, this this the sideways face strike. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Like, he didn't just stab him. Could cut his head off. I mean, like you could like you could have done way more damage than that little scratch across the face. Um, although in the book it was described as way more like fucked up. Like his nose was gone in the book. Oh, okay. Yeah. So of course for TV purposes, um, they kept it a little bit better. But he walking around the book with no nose. <laughs> he walking around looking like uh, Voldemort. So. <laughs> All right, that brings us to episode 10. Oh, wait, no, actually, before we get to episode 10. So at, up to this point, Blackwater is like the, is the biggest battle. So this is the first large-scale battle that Game of Thrones did. Mm-hmm. Was this one here. I think this is when we really knew, like, okay, this shit's going to get bigger. Like, it's, it's only been getting bigger on a larger scale. Things are being done. Yeah, it's like they're definitely getting budget now. <laughs> yeah, they've got funds. They're blowing up whole ass ships, <laughs> <laughs> multiple ships. They got good lighting now, camera angles. Detailed ass battering rams. That's the most detailed battering ram I've ever seen anywhere. Like in anything in this time period where they're using battering rams. <laughs> like that thing had a whole ass like dragon's head or I don't know if it was a dragon line or what. But I thought it was a stag. Probably was a stag. That would make sense because that's their. <laughs> that would make sense. Probably what it was. <laughs> uh. But yeah, so the Battle of Blackwater. And it's also, you know, talked about throughout the show. We, you know, we get references back to it. But that was the first big battle. So in episode 10, Valar Magulis. So Tyrion ain't dead. And he ain't hand no more. So. Oh, yeah, they got, they got him up out of there very quickly. Yes. Yeah, oh, well, I guess at the end of episode 9, Tywin rolls up in there, you know, with his folk. Right when yeah, we, we just gonna skip that whole part. Right? Yeah, seriously, almost actually killed Tommen. Um, but Tywin rolls up in there and like, first off, when they first came through them doors, it's like the first person you see was Marjorie's brother, Sir Loris. Yeah, so we see, you see Loris run through there first, and she certainly don't know what the fuck is going on. And then Tywin rolls up in there. Um, and honestly, once again, this is one of those another one of those moments where this was the first time I really kind of noticed. Oh, wait, he rolled up in there with the Tyrells. So there was a lot of back plotting, off-screen plotting that we never seen taking place. Like, we seen when Littlefinger had met Marjorie yeah. and, you know, got them out of there. But we didn't know what for. Like, or where they went. Going on. Or, you know, we never we never see the, the, that conversation and that, that go down to, to make that, to bring that together. Like, we, he wasn't talking about the Tyrells when he went to see Tywin. No. So... So that uh, merger gets made. Littlefinger gets Heron Hall for uniting the houses. Oh, wait. I did have a, <clears throat> a TV show gripe about that Blackwater battle before you move on. Okay. So, like, I don't understand how Stannis was on the front line and they were shooting arrows at everybody in this Negro. You know, not even just arrows. Like, when he was going up that, he was the first one up that ladder. And he's <laughs> going boulders down, like... Hilarious. Don't show him like 
at least like <clears throat> swiping arrows out the way, like making an effort. It was just, it was just body after body dropping, just dropping, 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 and then it was him, literally the first person running, not getting touched, and just like you said, bring the ladder, bringing a ladder. Dude's literally right next to him, getting head smashed in with boulders, and he's just chilling. He was the prince that was promised. Man, knock it off. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was honestly that's one of those you you can do anything you set your mind to type situations. You drink hard, you I got need you to knock that off too. <laughs> <laughs> that's a TV show gripe. I don't want to hear it. You put Stannis on a Wheaties box. <laughs> Stannis is Invisible Man or something. He a super. He a real life superhero. This dude is. <clears throat> this dude is. <clears throat> I'm trying to think. Who was a? Uh, damn it! Who was old boy from um, Lord of the Rings? Oh, uh, Sam or the Arrow dude. Oh, what the hell was the elf's name? I can't remember what his name was in the movie. Orlando Bloom's character. Mm-mm. You said yes. Orlando Ever. Bloom's character. Yes. Because it wasn't Aegon. It was Orlando Bloom's character. I can't remember his name. But just, he was low-key invincible in that, too. Like, all his arrow shots is going through eyeballs and temples, and they doing everything in him. And he was just, like, sidestepping and smacking stuff. Like, are y'all D-Girls invincible? Y'all got superpowers in the, back in the old days? Man. Well, you know, there was a lot of magic on this show. It was... There was a lot of magic that was done well, so it wasn't, like, over the top, and, like, it didn't come off as, like, hella fake and phony. But there is a lot except, of magic. Except Renly's death. <laughs> I mean... Renly's death is whack as hell, like... Also, you just gonna give birth to a spirit, and this nigga gonna slide through the night, hit, hit Renly with a, with, a, with a prison shank, and keep it pushing? I mean, that and Danny Ayers walking out of flames. I mean, that's probably the two most over I mean, the top. Well, done. we get that now, but the <laughs> Remy's death is still sitting like, man, if you don't knock it off. <laughs> Some smoke and mirrors. Plus, uh, plus all Targaryen is supposed to be whatever with fire, so it's not like it was just Danny. That's true. Um, this, girl, this girl got pregnant, had a baby three days later. The baby was a shadow that prison shanked the cat and then died. Mm. What movie was that where somebody got pregnant and they had like a the births went? Oh, Village of the Damned. Yeah, you got it. Because I don't know nothing <laughs> about it. Was it Rosemary's Baby? Was it an accelerated pregnancy as well? Yeah. Actually, I don't even think Village of the Damned they had accelerated pregnancy. I think they was probably the regular ass nine months. The kids just were, just were growing up accelerated, weren't they? Mm. I don't know. Yeah. It was like they went through nine months, but they, they were like 11 after like five days. <laughs> oh. Let's see. Uh, Marjorie steps up. She, uh... uh... They had her looking kind of fine on the show. I ain't even gonna lie. And I know, like, in real life, she's just... She's pretty. She don't really got, like... This is a guy talking now, podcasters. This is a guy. I'm just saying, she didn't... Compared to everybody else, me seeing her and other things in real life, I'm just like, oh, she cool. But they had her in the show. I was like, all right. So... I, I see you, Marge. You can get it. That's the thing, like... What did... What came... I think just before this... She had done what was the um, Henry the Eighth television series on Showtime, the mm. one that Josh Stone on it. No, it had Josh Stone. She played one of Henry the Eighth's wives, I believe. Talking about the Tudors. The Tudors, yeah. Wasn't she on the Tudors? She was. Was that? Be- then that was before. That was okay. Yeah, fucking Tudors was before the Game of Thrones for sure. So uh, I, th- yeah. she like on this, like that's how she looked 
normally. But I think after Game of Thrones, she kind of wanted to shed that image because I mean, well, she ended up shaving half her head for um, Hunger Games. Hunger Games, yeah. But she did kind of rock oh, with that for yeah, a while. She was on Hunger Games, right? I thought yeah. Was. So to get away from that like innocent kind of look that she had on Game of Thrones. Yeah. I, I prefer her. I mean, her I mean, I mean, you kind of have to when you're in there getting bucket naked. <laughs> you gotta said you gotta shed some kind of innocence <laughs> when you're out there with the with the box out. Yeah, so you don't get typecast. Right. They, I'm, everybody that came on the show besides Brienne, they were just like, hey, look, <laughs> you're going to get Bucket, sign the contract, or you ain't in the show. Because I think it's only Brienne and Kat was the only two. I'm thinking Sansa, obviously. But everybody else, pretty much, that's been a major character and got Bucket. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they don't even care. You won't get naked dudes, too. That obligatory <laughs> meat show with, ugh. <laughs> here at Theon. Yeah, meat shows. I just, it's nothing. We off topic, but just, I mean, like, come on. We don't look good naked, man. Like, let's be real. You know what? That's a deep dive for us. We don't look good naked. <laughs> just come on. Come on. Even if it's a dude with a six pack, muscles crazy, but then you see, like, the meat. Whether it's normal, whether it ain't normal, like, come on, man, that's just not. It's not normal. Because that's on naked. It, it's, it's a, you know. It's because you, know. you never know what you're gonna get with that. Like it exactly. Could exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's not a very pretty thing to look at. Um, and yeah, and then if it's weird, then it's even less pretty to look at. Okay, so yeah, you're right. Um, and it was always the ugly dudes on this show that was getting like <laughs> but <laughs> so that makes it worse. It's like no one wants to see that guy. Um, anyway, so where are we at? Uh, Marjorie steps up, so she gets engaged. Sansa thinks she's a uh, good for a quick minute, you know, gets excited, and then Littlefinger breaks it to her like, "Nah, you're you're still a prisoner." And uh, now that he ain't gotta marry you, he's still gonna play with you like you're not going home. But I'm gonna help you go home. I'll do whatever's in my power. It's like, poor Sansa. She she was literally happy for like 2.5 seconds. Yeah, like she had her, her one minute of happiness. Wasn't even a minute. <laughs> she got a she got a 10 second smirk in. Come little finger ass. Uh-uh. Not so fast. She got snatched right. That, that, that Geico commercial. You thought you, you, thought you had it. <laughs> Varys goes and sees Roz. And offers her, offers her a new job because her current job ain't working out too well for her. He don't feel like so, you know. I feel like her qualifications are better suited uh, doing something else. Yeah, Roz moving on up the uh, the job ladder. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Rob isn't going to keep his promise. So, you know, after his mom betrayed him and let Jamie go, and he's pretty much got her being guarded, a.k.a. being held prisoner. He says to tell her that he's basically in love with somebody else and that's what he's going to do. And she's like, well, you can't do that. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. And he's just like, well, whatever. Because I'm going to do what I want. Because I'm the king in the north. Now I do what I want. Um, now I do what I want. Well, we know how this is. Don't, don't, don't mind me. <laughs> Let's see. is starting to question everything. Starting to realize maybe this whole, you know, look it in the fire thing isn't what it's cracked up to be. Yeah, he's like, how many times have I actually won? <laughs> like, where it actually mattered. None. For real. Like, yeah, I don't know what, yeah. And then he looks in the flames. I'm interested to see what he saw in those flames. 
What did he see that made him continue on this path? And was it something that was actually there, or something that she made him see too? And yeah, that's that's my question with this because obviously we know how this goes. So it's like, I mean, that's that's another one of those like things we'll probably just never really we'll never know. But I'm interested to know like what did he see? Did he just see someone? And, and this also lends to possible foreshadowing um, as well. With what if he saw just like a guy dark hair and he sees like a crown and the stag sigil and that's the person who's on the iron throne so he assumes it's him but what if it's not him and what if it's uh his nephew gendry gendry yeah so what if gendry is gonna be the one left on the iron this is not even didn't even think about it like that keith yeah, yeah, it's the connections of the families, but yeah, that's Robert's. That's Robert's bachelor's son, which would make Gendry his nephew. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All of these bastards. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so that that was one of those. I was like, did he see up? Like, did he see that far, or did maybe he only? I don't. Well, shit, we he don't win another. Like, he don't win nothing else. So he, yeah, nothing where it counts. So he had to see something positive happening to where he thought like oh shit i'm gonna I'm win this like i'm good i'm gonna keep going i'm gonna you know fucking burn my daughter at the stake type shit like so yeah, uh he really burnt his daughter. yeah right <sighs> let's see he's still trouble at winterfell uh, various tells Tyrion uh status to what's going on you know i we can't you know be seen together no more but i appreciate your services and everything that you've done for us and we all know we won't forget King's Landing remembers. Uh, so. Oh, the just the ring is terrible. <laughs> Not the same ring than the North. King's no, the King's Landing remembers. How about you never say that again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I tried. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you tried it. Keep that to yourself. <laughs> so he tries to push Shay away because he feels like he's you know now he's a. Ugly little <laughs> Her love shines through. Oh. No, we're not on Shay. We're not going on Shay. Why are we not going on Shay? She was cool. <laughs> for like 98% of the show, except her last, her last moment, I was like, bitch. <laughs> That's literally what I said in the show. Like, I remember that day. He rolled up to the... We, uh, again, you know, spoiler alert. We're going to get to that part. When he rolled up on the bed... She rolled over. I was like, bitch, if you don't get her up out of here, phone gal right now. We'll get to that. But 98% of the show, she was straight. Yeah. Yeah. Not how you start, it's how you finish. Yeah, exactly. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Take take my sports references in the game of thrones. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. And that bitch finished bad. Oh, she finished top. Well, you know how we go our top five. Top five, not top five worst finish, but like betrayals. I was bad betrayal. I felt a hundred percent bad for the kid. Like, man. Okay. He so was really in love. Pause. Who top top five worst betrayals? Is Shay one or two? Because I mean, who else? I mean, besides Shay, the only contender for that is Stannis. It's Stannis. Uh that's Stannis is in there. Who? I, I mean Walder Frey. Okay. Walter him, Frey. Join, him joining the Lannisters in that whole Red Wedding. worst, worst, worst <laughs> episode uh, ending to date. As you know, like 
me not knowing anything about Game of Thrones, I heard the because re- I didn't start watching Game of Thrones until season seven. People don't judge me, but I'm here now. Uh, like I didn't even watch Game of Thrones, and I heard about the Red Wedding like everywhere for weeks, mm-hmm. and I just didn't understand it. So I just didn't pay any. I didn't pay any mind. But man, after watching it, I was like, oh, this this nigga is ill. <laughs> <laughs> This old ass really was upset about this this dude not marrying his whack ass daughter. You talking about high petty levels, right? You gonna you gonna be mad that he married uh, Talisa and she was cool and uh, a noble woman and helping out everybody and she was fine. No, nobody want to wear your whack ass daughter. <laughs> I mean, but it was it was it was his cute daughter. I feel like that wasn't the daughter he probably would have actually married him to. I feel like he just you know. Chose oh, he that. married one to one of them mud dogs that he had. Yeah, yeah, yep. I don't feel like that was gonna be the real one. He did, he did the uh, the switch up later on. <laughs> so worst betrayals are Stannis, uh, Wal- Shay, Wal- Walder, Shay. You think Walder is worse than Shay? No, no, no. I'm just I'm throwing him out okay. there. Shay is. You're right. Shay. <laughs> from I'm glad that he did. Or she did because then what, obviously what happened after that was he had he did that to we'll get to that and then he had to slide which then him sliding led him to yeah. be in the hand <laughs> exactly so hey it worked out for you sir it did see <laughs> so, <laughs> what is love <laughs> I'm trying to think of other betray- betrayal, betrayal, betrayal betrayal well from there then I guess it would just go to after Walder then would be the Night's Watch with John betraying John oh what yep 100% number one numero uno cuz <laughs> and y'all all got it and y'all got what was coming to you too hey, that's number one what do you think about it the main the, the character that happened to obviously it was a season finale like uh what so it's a wrap yeah, yeah, that's probably number one. Number like Shay hurt. That one hurt. John and Nice Watch like that. We was shocked. Yeah, I was. I was prepared because at that point I hadn't read the books yet. So I was like, "What the fuck?" Didn't they? Didn't they, When did the book stop compared to the show? Right didn't there. They, I was about to say, that didn't is... like the book stop like right there? Yep. That's what I heard. Well, wait. So the book stopped when he got killed, and that was it. Yep. That was the last book. Hey, who who writes this show? So the. I forgot who what wrote the, the book. Who wrote the book? What's the name of the book writers? George R. R. Martin. Hey, George uh, ain't shit for that. This nigga dead, and then it's just like, all right, I'm done. See, and that's that's the thing, because it's like he he consults with the show, because you know, being that now the show had surpassed the books, and they talk about it on the HBO behind the scenes thing, and they talk about in other interviews how like at that point they had to go to him and be like, okay, we know you don't want to spoil your books. But can, what can you give us so that we can keep going with this show? And he gave them, like, he confirmed um, John's parents and stuff like that. So they, you know, can move on with that kind of shit. So they confirmed some of those things. But that's what I feel like kept him from finishing the books at this point. because he doesn't want the books, the, the show to taint the books as far as what he's writing. So I feel like that's part of the reason why he's going to wait till it stops. And then he's going to write something totally fucking different. Mm-hmm. But that's trash because we sitting here waiting on these fucking books. And exactly. He was sick for a while, so there was like question of whether or not he was even gonna be alive. Oh yeah. <laughs> that would kind of that would kind of hold the book. Uh-huh. <laughs> Have some random ghost writers. No, nah, don't do that. Not at that point. Not when he he gone and then you gonna throw the ghost writers in there. 
Oh, they would do that. Uh, they, I mean, there's a lot of authors who've died and their books are still being published by ghostwriters under their name. Because in publishing companies, like, we can still... Oh, y'all ain't shit. Oh, they would definitely. His his publishing they, company... They, they, yeah. Over the dead bodies? All that money? Mm. <laughs> I mean, yes, but over the dead... At least say something. Like, people will still support if it's good. <laughs> I'll just be like, yeah, that nigga's still alive. And, yeah. you know, we don't... Went to his funeral a month ago. Like what? <laughs> so, but but evidently, I guess he's fine, and he well, he at least he looks fine and healthy because he's working on other stuff with HBO and doing other shit. So, um, yeah, we need the books though. And he's written other books. Like he's released other books. I'm hoping this one of the things where it's like he's already got the book finished, and he's just waiting until Game of Thrones over to be like, all right, let it go. Like maybe during the season finale of Game of Thrones, we get the announcement for the next book. I believe that could happen. And it's like a whole different ending, though. <laughs> I believe that for sure is happening. No, it's going to be... We're going to get a bad ending with the show. Well, there's still the two show. more books left. Oh. Well, we're going to get, like, a bad ending with the show. And the book's going to have the good ending that we all wanted. He's going to be like, now I got to go read my books if you or, want that. Or the show is going to try to cater towards fans. And it's going to be a semi-happy ending. And in the book, he's going to kill everybody. Sure. Like, Cersei's going to win in the books. Uh, again... <laughs> if, Cersei, if Cersei wins, I wouldn't be upset about that unless if she has to murder everybody. Yeah, nah, for sure. Like, or the Night King just wins. Like, the Night King is going to take everybody. Cool, out. cool with that too. And then he like turns Cersei into a White Walker, and she becomes his queen. Right. Like, I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what ending I wouldn't be cool with in the show right now. Like, if, if Sansa and John wins, everybody else dies. Cool. Danny wins. Cool. Night King, hey. You gonna be cool with Danny and John? I don't want the Night King to win, but if I'm sure they'll make it in a grand way. If Cersei wins and she like kills Jamie, if you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think. Like only way I wouldn't be happy is if like somehow like John and Jamie, Theon, bitch ass. Like nah, I can't, can't do it. Iron Throne. Oh my god. Yeah, like can't do it. Can't do it. You gotta fight HBO. But up until that point, like anybody, this. This junction, anybody that kind of get up there, man, I'm cool. Okay. I'm cool. Because Joffrey up out of there. Basically. Um, somebody had caught Tom and that had been great. Um, <laughs> so Shay wants to leave and go to Pentos. Tyrion's like, no, because he enjoys the bullshit. This is the worst case of, like, emotional abuse, like, long-term emotional abuse by your family that you just want to stay in this retarded, dysfunctional-ass mess because you enjoy it. So... He's like, no, I can't leave. Like, Rob gets married in the night in the Godswood, and his mom's not there. And she shouldn't be. It's traitor. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, damn, like, you're not no, even no, wedding. no. She knew it wasn't a good idea. She told him. Still, I think Catelyn would like to have been there. Like at this point, like you ain't got none of your children. Every like everything is a mess, and now you actually missed your son's wedding. Like even though we wouldn't see an eye to eye on this, like. Y'all could have possibly patched that shit up, but you'll never get that moment back. So that's kind of sad. I'm sad for Catelyn. Uh, <laughs> but okay. So Daenerys gets to the house of the Undying. And as we see, the magic is real, real. Like, because she fucking disappeared on Jorah and wound up inside. And then. So, okay. So here's what I was wondering with these scenes. Because. How did the warlocks, okay, or did the warlocks create all the things that she saw, 
or was it some kind of spell where she would just see the things that she wanted most and that was like the attempt to like distract her because first off she's never been to King's Landing or like she ain't been there so or the Night's Watch yeah the other one that was the big one that was what really made me ask this question is because like she never been to the fucking wall so why she had the wall like that was just like Threw me all off. Obviously, with the cut with Kyle and her baby, mm-hmm. that why you would think, but the other scenes, it's like yeah, I don't know why those would be in there. Yeah, there's she's she ain't been nowhere with snow neither. So mm-hmm. that's what I thought. But then it's like for, I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. They threw a lot at us in this episode. They did, they did. Um, seeing the throne room with a fucked up ceiling, like a burnt up broken ceiling. I guess we don't really know if it was burnt, but it was definitely broken. There was holes in the ceiling. The snow was coming in. So it's like, okay, you know, was that all that? What's it going to look like at the end? I feel like we will will touch back around to these scenes in this final season, for sure. Which just makes me also just think, like, if she ends up dying, will she be reunited with with Drogo? Yeah. And do we want that? Like, I I would be okay with that. Like, Unless he come back somehow. I mean, they said it was going to be a bittersweet ending, so that wouldn't be too bad. That would be better. That's what they said? Mm-hmm. Uh, that means like 73.5, <laughs> and I'm going to throw that point five in there, possibly for Tyrion. Uh, <laughs> the half People going to die. It's going to be like six people left in the entire show, and one of them is going to be Samwell. Get him out of here. <laughs> What's your, what's your beef with Sam Tarly? Because yeah, he weak. You heard what Sansa said in the, the, the episode in Blackwater. The worst usually live. And it's right. The worst and the weakest somehow survive. usually live and survive. So Sambo is going to be one of them. You know it. You know it. Nah, Sam about to be headmeister at the Citadel. Exactly. So he's going to be alive. It's, he's going to be like the last scene of the, the show. It's going to be him like reading a book and it's gonna be about like the night king's son or some dumb shit it's gonna be like game of thrones credits like what you know what that is a good ass ending i could see that kind of end scene where, don't like, you just... ever end the show like that because i'm gonna want to fight you <laughs> it's hbo that's exactly how the shit going it's just going to end with sam you hear me hear me good writing we're gonna, tagging, we're gonna start tagging hbo on these podcasts hbo don't you do it <laughs> don't you end the show like that you better end the show with a dragon fight <laughs> oh, yeah it's gonna be that, that, that cut scene and then the lights come up to the happily ever after shit where Sam read little Sam the fucking story listen, listen, listen here <laughs> listen here that, that, that happy ending shit no I need to see I need to see deaths that are worth something Game of Thrones has been good. Like we, I think we, I think we touched on this last time. Game of Thrones has been good. Uh, killing people for for reason, killing people for meanings, killing people that that death has led into other impacts and storylines that led to something else. Instead of just, there's no just pointless deaths on the show. You know? A lot of people will die beforehand. Just not Sam and Gilly. <laughs> oh man, get Sam up out of here, man. He's gonna be right hand to brand. Most people is gonna feel bad. Like you, you, what death did you feel bad for the person? Tommen, huh? I felt bad for Tommen. Yeah, that was a yeah. All right, I'll give you that one. Give me another one. 
<laughs> it's not many. It's not many. I felt bad for him, especially the way he did it. It was just like, oh shit, that's everybody. Everybody was in there. All right, fuck this shit. And my mom is a terrible person. Yeah, like he had a moment. He had a ten second moment to be like, yo, my mom is the worst person in the world. <laughs> All right, well, uh, have a nice life. Yeah, like, I'm done. It's a wrap. Yeah, there ain't nobody else you're going to feel sorry for. Yeah, and that's really probably it. Exactly. They all mean that when you think of every death of every major, besides like the like the fight scene deaths, but deaths of any character that had dialogue, like reasonable dialogue in the show or main characters, they all had an impact that went somewhere else. I'll, be sad. Uh, I'll feel bad if Varys dies, and I think that's going to happen. I think Varys... Because the, when the red woman made that comment to him later on, like, you know, you, I have to return because uh, when they were like, they never come back here or whatever. And she's like, oh, no, I have to come back here to die. And okay. Her, you know, just Varys, like, listen, Varys dying, would that not have a repercussion throughout the rest of the show? Oh, I'm sure. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying. Like, all these deaths have, have connections or repercussions. So that's, they, they all mean something, which is, that's a, that's a good thing that I do like about the show. It's not just yeah. wondering why this character is not on the show no more. Like fucking Rick Grimes. Like, <laughs> he's oh, got he's, big movies. He's gonna he's gonna blow up on this bridge now. <laughs> or did he? Like nigga, we don't get up out of here. Yo, I'm that was a waste of my emotion because I was like legitimately like sad and shit. And I'm thinking, yo, Bro, man, this is Rick's last. When episode. they came back from commercial, I was like, I'm turning this shit off. <laughs> I'm turning this shit off. This nigga still this nigga on this nigga by the water now. Oh, okay. Word, and he ain't got like a leg here and an arm there. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's what we done. I feel you. And then we didn't even, t- you know what the other thing was with that episode since we're talking about it? All that build up to it being Rick's final episode, and there was no conversation about the fact that that was Lauren Cohan's final episode as well. Oh, that's some bullshit. That's not, that's yeah, Maggie. That was Maggie's last episode too. Uh-huh. So I was like, we don't even want to, I mean, I, I know that they're trying to get her to come back to the show. But she's shooting up. She got another show. She she had a show greenlit, I believe, on ABC. So she's doing that, and, and they've said like, no, we're trying to figure out a way to work around that schedule. Like we want her to come back, but it's like, y'all could have at least told us like that was gonna be her final show, at least for the season for sure. But yeah, she gonna go on too. When is Game of Thrones comeback? February? Game of Thrones comes back in April. Not Game of Thrones. I mean Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. <laughs> Walking Dead comes back like February or something. Yeah, I think so. Let's see tomorrow. See, uh, jogging. Helps Arya, Hot Pie, and Gendry escape the castle. So he helps them get out. I've reevaluated my favorite characters on the show to this point. <laughs> yeah, we can definitely reevaluate them now. <laughs> yeah, Jack, Jack and Brian are my one, a one and two. <laughs> uh, oh man. Yeah, I, I got to that for a second. Yeah, I said it. One and two. I. Um, could be the Hound and Jockin for me, I think, maybe. I think the Hound might be my favorite person right now. Clearly. No, you've said that, like, period, though. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Consistent. Like, I think he's your top five, period. Yeah. Like, Until Torment like, steps on the scene. Oh, Lord. <laughs> when are we going to get Torment? Here we go. <laughs> Talk about obligatory nudity scenes. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, at this point, it's definitely not gonna happen because he's trying to get off a wall, mm. falling down. But you gonna come? You, they gonna cut to? <laughs> they gonna cut to the uh, opening scene, the season eight, and he gonna be under seventy-seven blocks of ice. Yeah, naked. 
Um, all right. So he tells her, you know, he tells he offers her to come to Bravos with him, and she's like, "Nah, I got to go find my family and this, that, other." Not right now. He's like, "Okay, well, if you ever wanna, <laughs> ever wanna look me up, I'm listed in Bravos." Um, and gives her the coin for the house of black and white, and then tells her to say the words, and then he changes faces right there in front of her. And it's like, oh, yeah. I remember watching this and thinking, like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I thought those. I thought that was gonna be one of those things that you just never touch on again. Uh huh. I was like, okay, that was a nice little side story. I'm like this show is fucking crazy. That's what I was thinking at this point. Like, okay, you got this guy just randomly changing his face. You got old girl looking in fire, seeing shit, and we don't know what she's seeing. We got dragons. We got warlocks. Yeah, it was and wildfire. She was getting real. Yeah, so this is, this is when they this is when they started turning the show up a notch a little bit. Like first season was cool. Introduced these uh these families, these factions, these characters. Second season they started a little bit and towards the end it's just like, all right, we here now. Don't a lot at you. Yeah, and in this episode for sure. Um, we go back to Winterfell and Rickon and Bran have been hiding had made their way back and were hiding in the crypts of Winterfell, which, you know, was a smart little idea to do. Mm-hmm. So that's where they were at. And they come out to find their home burnt down. And Maester Lewin's been stabbed. So, oh, well, well, we skipped over Theon's speech, but what else? Um, Time. All right. The, just kind of the 30-second window. You got 30 seconds for Bran and Theon uh, <laughs> moments. Time. <laughs> Winterfell's on fire. <laughs> hey, when on fire, brand's eye, ocean's the truth. Uh, Theon was still running his mouth, and he, he still <laughs> there. You go, still a bitch, run his mouth. He, they taking his ass home, and Maisalon is that dead. Yeah, yeah, there that's really that episode, that that scene. Um, and 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 Hodor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like when he says Hodor and he's like kind of like smiling, laughing, like, like joking. Hodor. He's like, Hodor, yeah. Hodor. Hodor. <laughs> uh, Who is you, Groot? <laughs> Basically, Hodor <laughs> is Groot. I am Groot. Hey, hey language. <laughs> I am Groot. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hodor is Groot. That was like one of my favorite scenes in that movie. Like, was that part? It's like, oh, watch him out. Oh, when he was, yeah, when he's playing the game, he's like, I am Groot. <laughs> yeah. So this is actually where Danny has all those images and stuff like that. And she walks in there, the baby dragons. So yeah, watching this back, and I thought about you giving me shit about the baby dragons, but I don't care. It's just because they're cute. Yeah, and you see what them baby dragons did. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh huh. You look. You thinking they weren't? You thinking they were still babies and they weren't about that life? And she hit them with that jacars, and that one little one had the little the smoke burp, and she's like, oh, they still can't do." It. Psych. <laughs> All three of them came with the fire. With the heat. Straight, uh, straight flame throwing. Yeah. They ain't babies was, no more. But they are adorable. Like. You know what it reminded me of? It kind of reminded me of Grim, like Gremlins came to mind. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Kind of like when they were like a little cute. Yeah, when Mogwais were cute. (laughs) And then you got them wet. You pissed them off. Now they're going to burn shit down. You made their mom mad. Yeah, that was a quick, 
I feel like that was a lot of build up to a very quick ending with the whole house of the undying and the kidnapped dragons. I mean, that shit dragged on literally four fucking episodes. Mm-hmm. Four episodes of her looking for her. Like it was in her four episodes. She was in like, what? Three, four scenes when the dragons got stolen. She's looking for her dragons. Then she runs up on the 13 and they get smoked. And then her going up to the house of the undying. It was four scenes and four episodes. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just ended. It's like, dang. Um, then she walks up in on uh, Zarin Zoendoxis, an old girl whom she, you know, said was missing. But she found her with the richest man in Karth, whom we find out ain't so rich when they open up his vault, ain't shit in there. So yeah. where the fuck is all this old stuff in Karth coming from? Like, where's... I mean, he had... <laughs> he had no physical money. But, like, they were still able to take all his stuff and burn it down. Not just his stuff. I'm pretty sure they sacked that whole fucking city. Like, I, they they went door to door in Karth. It was like, run me, run the jewels. Let's go. So, what was it? Oh, I guess they had horses there, so they could cut it down on horses. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, the Dothraki finally get to rob and pillage, so they're excited back in their comfort zone. And then we get to Sam, Ed, and Glenn. What's his name? Yeah. Making right. their way back down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Still picking up shit in dragon glass, I guess, or digging and finding dragon glass. Is that what their job was? Um, okay, so this scene here, this ending, and I can't believe I've like never really thought about and called bullshit on this before, but comma. So Sam fucking can't run because he's fat and he hides behind the rock. And then the White Walkers come, and old General White Walker looks at Sam hiding behind the rock and they just keep walking. Yeah, I never understood that either. I watched that and I was just like, why'd he let him go? Mm-hmm. And then where the fuck did Sam go? Like, how did Sam get past, like, get out of that? He waited that entire time and none of the whites thought to attack him? Not one. I, I had nothing. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you. I was watching this and I was thinking the same thing. Like, what? <laughs> so you just go on. Oh, okay. So we just not gonna murder anything that you see like normal? Like, so what kind of magic we about to learn about Sam in season eight? Like, I mean, they was even trying to kill the children of the forest at this point. So it ain't that he's one of them. <laughs> so what the fuck is so special about Sam that they just let him, they just let him live. They didn't kill him. Let's get walking. It was kind of whack. Not even gonna lie. Yep. I was very, dis- I was thoroughly disappointed. So I was like, oh, Sam got to die. Mm, oh, Sam not, Sam not dead? Oh, okay. So Sam is, Sam is special, I guess. <laughs> he's immune you know he's a white walker that we didn't know so <laughs> some he's somebody cut Sam's gonna be the night king <laughs> yeah <laughs> I know, like he's he's a tarly <laughs> the night king's a tarly that's why but so yeah so we about to start getting to good episodes yes I need so, to hear all y'all deep dives on these on these Cause that 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 red daddy coming up real soon. Like I need to hear all these uh, feelings. I need to see you guys how you yeah. thought about these things, your explanations, your breakdowns. Need it. You might mm. tell me something I haven't learned yet. I love learning something new. And they are coming. Winter's coming, and the deep dives are coming with it. Winter's here, man. It's it's already February. I just love when people be like. <laughs> January went by so fast. You still got like a while, a little while for January. And so you're like, man, it's February already, man. 
<laughs> then that means April gonna be here in like two weeks. Literally, it's, there's only two weeks left in February. <laughs> oh man! Can't wait. March, A week and five March days. To July is gonna be so great. Movies and TV. And, and July is gonna be great because it's my birthday. So we'll wrap up this episode. So next episode will be season three, episodes one, two, and three. And we will also. Oh, will we? Yeah, we will. (laughs) Just sign everybody up for some shit right now. (laughs) Um, Because by then, I'm going to assume that we've all watched some of this Killer Mike special triggered. Mm -hmm. So we can maybe. We can we can talk about that because or maybe we'll save that for a regular episode because a damn just based off the first ten minutes that's gonna be worth having a conversation about for sure. So okay, you cool with that? Yeah, I think so. Okay, take care of yourselves and be good to each other. <laughs>